Thank you so much, Mike, for inviting us to the show today. So I recently gave a talk at the TEDx Littleton Women event, and the talk that I gave was uh, on the Gukuraundi massacres or the mass killings that occurred in Zimbabwe between 1982 and 1987, which was post um, the independence era. So the reason why I wanted to go back or to revisit this period of conflict is the fact that in contemporary affairs, we're having economic crisis, we're having food shortages, and we tend to forget that there's an injustice that occurred during this period. And this injustice is not owed to the colonial regime, it's not owed to the religion. But it was an injustice that was perpetrated after Zimbabwe gained its independence. So it is something that we as a nation or as a sovereign state need to redress. So that is that was what my speech was about. And not just justice in Zimbabwe, but also borrowing from Rwanda, where I worked for a little bit last year. So we were exploring the experiences that I went through when I was in Rwanda compared to what is going on in Zimbabwe. And also my aspirations for reconstruction and development in Zimbabwe regarding the Gukurahundi massacre. The issue of Gukurahundi itself, uh, it's a very sensitive topic. How did Mm -hmm. you go about navigating, discussing such a thing, and of course, educating the audience on what happened in Zimbabwe? It's a very, very uh, sensitive topic because you're dealing with people who went through uh, psychological issues. They had traumatic experiences during the time. But you also learn that there is no other way. We need to talk about it. If we're going to talk about peace and reconciliation as the government enacted the National Peace and Reconciliation Act last year, we need to get to a point where we're able to talk about it and we're able to openly discuss about what happened during the Gukron massacre. And one of the advantages that I had was the fact that I can show a speaking community and the Debele speaking community having a personal background with parents of intercultural descent. So that was one of the advantages that I had. And also, I have a professional experience in post-conflict reconstruction and development. How important is it for countries that have gone through similar histories to have a conversation surrounding issues such as Gukurahundi? I think it's, it's, it's very, very important. If we're going to focus, I think most of the nations that we have, especially in the world systems, we have most economies, uh, or most governments rather, focusing on economic development without bearing much thought to the fact that for an economy to be built, it has its foundation on the society. And once the society is divided because of injustice that is perpetrated by the government, then we need to redress that. So uh, I'll give an example of Rwanda. Rwanda took the initiative to redress the injustice, the mass killings of 1994. And if you look at their economic development, their growth is now, it's one of the most uh, rapid-growing economies in, in Africa right now. That is owed to redressing the 1994 genocide and injustice that occurred. And I think in Zimbabwe, it's, it's really, if you also look at the development patterns between Harare and Lower, you can tell the trends that there is some development neglect between what is happening in national regions and what is happening in the multi-billion regions. So I think development or redressing injustices is really essential. Mm-hmm. Now, let's uh, go back to discussing uh, the TED Talk itself. How do people receive the speech that you gave? The research into the speech was really, really overwhelming. I think it's so in awe at how the people uh, accepted the speech and how they were eager and curious to know more about what really happened in Zimbabwe at the time. Initially, I was really worried about um, having a predominantly South African audience listening to massacres that happened in Zimbabwe over three decades ago. 
But the reception really showed me that issues of injustice affects us all, uh, regardless of our race, regardless of our color or creed. Afterwards, I had people, non-Zimbabweans, approaching me to say, what really happened in Zimbabwe at the time? How can we read more about this injustice? Where can we go to find more information? What advice would you have for our young listeners that are paying attention to our interview right now and that are looking forward to hearing more info about your TED Talk? I think the advice that I'll give right now is the fact that as young people, we have an advantage that generations that came before us do not have, and that is access to social media or the internet. And these are places that have broken the barriers of not having access to write about something, not having access to speak about something. So the fact that I'm here in South Africa does not stop me to engage with somebody else who is in Rwanda, to engage with somebody else in Zimbabwe, to say, what is the way forward? And also this has um, an effect on the hegemonic narrative that is created. So most of the narratives that are around Gukron is the fact that the Shona's killed the Ndevelas, for example. But through social media, we can reconstruct that. We can go back to the history, to the archives and say, actually, no, it wasn't the Shona people. Or no, it wasn't this person. And this is what history says. So what young people could do is to use social media to their advantage, to advocate for people who are underrepresented in parliament, people who are not part of the contemporary affairs. So I spoke about Gukuro and there's something that happened three decades ago. But we have a generation right now, people who are brought up or who were raised or were born out of race that occurred during Gukuro. So these are people that we need to advocate for. Before we wrap up the conversation, could you tell uh, people more uh, info as to where they'll be able to catch the full uh, TED talk that you gave? So the full TED talk that I gave will be published online and made available at the TEDx Littleton Women page on YouTube. You can also um, send a DM to me directly. My name on Facebook is Cynthia Chiguena. I'm available on Twitter as CY underscore Chiguena.